business is booming. From the small mom and pops to the big industries, our local businesses drive our economy and provide the products, services, and jobs we depend on. Our host, Jennifer McCurdy, brings us these stories as she visits with the business owners and leaders of Fort Payne and DeKalb County, Alabama. And now, here's Jennifer. Hey everyone, this is Jennifer McCurdy, Director of the Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce, and today we are joined by Mike Shirey, the General Manager of Fort Payne Improvement Authority, and welcome, Mike, to Business is Booming. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Look forward to our discussion. We wanted to talk with you today about not just Fort Payne Improvement Authority and all the wonderful things that are happening and have happened over the last few years, but about the electric vehicle charging station that recently came to Fort Payne. Sort of talk us through how that happened, how it came about, and how it's doing. Well, I think we were uh, looking at the landscape around the the country and specifically in southeast and we're, you know, uh, seeing a lot of interest and growth in the electric vehicle uh, industry and you know, the charging stations were getting um, some attention as far as being a magnet for people to come into communities and visit areas and that kind of thing. And so we started investigating options uh, to put these chargers in. And um, kind of in parallel with that, the state of Alabama was coming up with their electric vehicle strategy uh, and issued a roadmap um you know, a plan to uh, install charging space across the state of Alabama. Uh, as you know, there's a lot of anxiety that exists with electric vehicle owners. You know, I need to be get, able to get from point A to point B, but in between A and B, there's a stop or two I might need to make to charge my vehicle. And so I think the goal is that they're trying to get one every 50 miles. They were trying to get one in there. So when they issued uh, that um uh, roadmap or strategy that they were for the state of Alabama. Turns out that I-59 was one of the corridors that they were going to be looking at. So we began to work with ADECA, that, uh, the guidelines that they provided to, to have some grant monies available. And TVA, and at the same time, in parallel with that, was working across their footprint to try to do the same thing. So TVA was a very valuable partner as we looked into this road. And it turned out that uh, as it just kind of married up together, our our investigation and these various grant programs being available for us to tap into to uh, you know push our project uh, ahead. Yeah, and that's wonderful. So grant money's brought it to Fort Payne. And since then, it's what year did was it complete? It was uh, January of uh, twenty one. Okay, and since then, I know you've got you're able to run reports. How's it done? Well, it's really done a lot better than we anticipated. Um, you know, we chose the location for it there in the city park area. Because Which is on the was, corner of Fifth and Galt. Yeah, Fifth and Galt there downtown, you know, downtown because that's a pretty busy little intersection right there with Highway 35. And then we were equally distanced between two exits off 559 at that point in time. So it was a, a great location. And it turns out that it, it has worked out for, for the users. We, 
we're averaging well over a hundred charging sessions a month. So, you know, you figure four, four a day, if you average it out. Now, obviously we don't have four every day because, you know, it rises and flows with, you know, the traffic and folks travel patterns and vacation plans and all that kind of stuff. In fact, you know, we see in June, probably this, this, just, you know, this year was our, one of our highest months uh, ever. I think we had a, 185 sessions in June. Wow. I, do you think the June jam contributed to that? Could have been June jam. Could have been a lot of stuff. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, when you look, you know, over over the course of that, you know, and, and in that June, there's a lot of repeat people come in there. So what, 185 different folks that charge their vehicles there. It was uh, actually, we've got data that says there were 50, 50 uh, unique uh, vehicles that charge there. So 50 people stopped and charged their vehicle at any given time over the month of June. It's so, amazing how technology can show you a first-time user versus a repeat user. Uh-huh. Yeah, I exactly. That. Exactly. And that software program, or well, I this is a, I told you earlier, I looked up Charge, is it ChargePoint? ChargePoint, yeah. Um, which is, I guess, the app, app that yeah. the um electric vehicle owners use to identify where charging point stations are. Well, that's interesting. It gives you some data on how much it costs, how long it will last. Your, your, I get how many miles you can get out of it. And I think that's super neat. Yeah. And when the last person charged, I love technology (laughs) and reports. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's, it's pretty amazing. And the way the chargers work, it's technology too. You know, they, they just use their phone. They just go up there and their phone gets next to the charger and the charge point, it, it, it says, okay, you're, you're cleared to charge. You know, it clears them on the charger. They plug it up and oh it, my goodness. it charges them right there. So. And what the difference in this charger and there's other chargers in Fort Payne. I know that, um, Hampton Inn has some chargers there, mm-hmm. and I think that Donahue Chevrolet has some chargers. Um, ours are a fast charger, which is different. Theirs aren't. That's correct. Our, you know, our people that charge using our station uh, generally their sessions are about thirty minutes. I think right now our average session length is twenty-two minutes. I've got that data in okay. here. So, uh, and that's the the real attraction uh, for putting a charger in is so people need something to do. Um, so we tried to locate this charger where they had access to downtown Fort Payne. They could go to local merchants or restaurants and, and, and eat. I just uh, pulled a comment, you know, and drivers can make comments. Yes, I saw that too. I on, love it. On our website. And I just, I thought this was interesting. Um, a driver tip that's on our charge. It says, on a nice day, walk to Vintage 1889, great restaurant for casual American fare. And I saw one that said, walked over to Blue Jug, Better Snob, yeah. and cute little store. You have um, some just light food options. They might have some chicken salad or something there, pimento cheese, but they have wines and beers and, and um, smoothies and things like that. Yeah. Um, and we're right in front of the Depot Museum. So you could always walk over there and check out the Depot yeah, Museum. There was another there. comment on our, our website, our ChargePoint website advising people to go go check the depot museum out because it's really a cool place and just walk downtown there's several restaurants and shopping it's i think having it in that location was 
ideal. Couldn't have been any better. Yeah, we had, uh, I know, one user from Louisiana that was headed somewhere, uh, I think headed to Knoxville or something, and they stopped in, charged. And I forget who talked to them. Somebody talked to them, and they said, you know, hey, this is the first time we've ever been in Fort Payne, and they were just taking in the – the area, and he said, it won't be the last. They want to know what was what was coming up. Somebody said, boom days is coming up. Yeah. Said, well, we'll be back. And so that's kind of was our goal in the very beginning was, was to have that magnet that drew, drew people into downtown Fort Payne and then exposed them to what we have to offer. Yeah, I know people um, are shopping around, just like you said, vintage and then roadside queues right, right beside it, yeah. and they are coming back, and we love that. I mean, we're, the Chamber of Commerce is downtown. We have people stop in frequently that have moved here from other places. A lot of people are coming and moving to mm-hmm. our area. And we always ask, what what made you decide to come here? And usually it's um, the cost of living and convenience as well to Chattanooga, Atlanta, Birmingham, other areas. And just It's a beautiful, friendly town. And once you visit it, you will want to come back. So Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some other things y'all are working on at Fort Payne Improvement Authority, or you have done since you've um, taken the lead in 2017. You, let me back up a minute. You were at TVA for 35 years? That's correct. And then in 2017, retired and became the general manager for Fort Payne Improvement Authority. That's correct. Okay. And since then, we've got the electric vehicle charging yeah. station. And we also you also opened a south end substation. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us? how that will impact the south end of town and potentially, or well, economic growth. Yeah. I think for several years, the the Improvement Authority, even before I came, they, there was a desire to uh, help improve our reliability and flexibility in our system with a uh, another source, power source, on the south end of the system. So uh, one of the things that I immediately started working with our engineering consultants was a study that would help strengthen and and support uh, working with TVA in partnership with them to 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 build this station. And you know it was no uh, small investment on their part as well. So you have to have a what they call a joint one ownership study, which would prove in uh, the ability. Uh, for them to justify building a line in to serve our, our substation, mm-hmm. as well as us investing to, to build that station. And so uh, we were successful in, in, in getting that study approved. And, uh, you know, one of the big things that, about that study is, is, you know, before that station, our entire uh downtown Main Street community and residents, all of downtown Fort Payne, uh, as well as all the south end of Fort Payne, even including our service that goes up on Lookout Mountain all the way down to uh, Dogtown, Aikens Furniture, was being served out of the the small substation that sits over in town right over there uh, around uh, 2nd Street South. And... um, that uh, that substation is served by a, a radial line, a single line that comes from a, a station in there that is real difficult for us to work on. So if something happens to that line or that station, all of uh, you know downtown Fort Payne's out, and so 
and it was heavily loaded. And it was the oldest station that we have. So as we looked at that, you know, we, we were, you know, at risk. Uh, the, the, little old st- little old, I call it a little old station. Mm-hmm, that's what it <laughs> the, was. The little, little, old, old little old station oh, was, was uh, chugging along as best as it could. And it was carrying, you know, a very critical load for us. So we justified this new station to the point that we said, hey, we'll, we'll take the load off that station, take about half the load off that station, and uh, put it in this new station. We had to build some uh, extra lines going south and going up the mountain down at Colburn Gap to be able to reach out onto uh, Mint, uh, up on Lookout Mountain at uh, Dogtown and, and uh, you know, those places up there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a, a great uh, project for us. It was, you know, uh, all our, our folks did a great job pulling that together as well as our contractors and consultants that helped us along the way. But now that station sits there in the south end. It's also adjacent to one of our uh, few developable pieces of uh, industrial property down there. So when we put that station in, we went ahead and, and put – two feeder circuits across the railroad tracks into this industrial property over there. And uh, we're sitting there ready whenever some big industry comes in and says, hey, I want to locate here. We've got the power to serve them. And uh, we'll, we're, we're, you know, it's kind of like Field of Dreams. If yes, you build it, they, they will, will come. come. <laughs> yeah. So, so come it's, it's, it's really been a, a, a great addition to our system. Plus, it, you know, the fact that it t- took that, load off of that district substation is what we call it. It's not little old substation, but district substation. We took the load off that one, and that gives it a new life and new energy. It's not quite as stressed as it was. It's still serving main uh, the downtown Main Street. All the businesses in Fort Payne are still served out of that station. But that is our next objective. Is we're trying to figure out exactly how do we uh, – either rebuild that station where it's at or relocate it somewhere else and and uh, provide a more a stronger, more reliable uh, source for downtown. Oh, that's good. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at all different options there. There's, there's opportunity for us to even expand the service area of the south substation to take in more of downtown Fort Payne as well. So there's always uh, – opportunity to grow and and different ways to provide that reliability but you know that's that's our that's why we're here always things in the work which is good um speaking of ready for industry to the point of economic development and bringing in industry i think there's a big misconception in general for people who maybe aren't in the economic development world about well why don't we have an industry here what about bringing them here Talk to us a little bit about the importance of having the infrastructure in place um, for development opportunities. Well, it, you know, the easier that you can make it for a company to see the value that you provide, the better off you are. And that comes in tangible uh, infrastructure and also the intangible side side things about it, the workforce capability, the the uh, community values, the, the uh, opportunities that are available to uh, 
you know companies when they when they're looking at a, at a place to locate. So it's just like just like you said earlier, people are moving to this area because they see what what we have to offer mm-hmm. and they like what they see. So it is with industry. Of course, they're always looking you know for dollars and cents too. So any incentives you can provide them, uh, either through dollar values or or uh, like pad ready sites that mm-hmm. are available for them to move into are certainly where you can show them that, Hey, it's just a matter of plugging in the cord. You know, we're, we're sitting here ready for you to build your building. We can plug you up and, and have you running, you know, and meet your timeline as well. All right. So all those things uh, play into it. Um, you know, there's all other kind of, you know, gas, water, uh, Railroad roads, you know, yes. uh, you know, Location, so much demographics. Yeah, yeah, so much plays into a an industry's decision to locate somewhere, you know. And I think that we're fortunate in Fort Payne. We're right here with the interstate. We got railroad. Which that's a blessing and a curse sometimes, I, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but we have that infrastructure that's right here available to us, and so we we should be trying to tap into that and take advantage of it mm-hmm. every opportunity we get. I get and think and kind of switch your mindset. Like you said, a blessing and a curse with the railroad. Okay. It's here. It's not going away. So let's make the best use of it. Yeah. Let's figure yeah. out how to capitalize off yeah. the fact that we do have a, a mm-hmm. railroad system yeah. running through our town. Yeah, exactly. Well, what else can you share with us about Fort Payne Improvement Authority? Any well I think that uh mm-hmm. you know just a little advertisement for for Fort Payne Improvement Authority. We've been around over 80 years now, serving the people of this community. Um, and your mother worked there. Yes, she did. She did. She spent 34 years of those 80 uh, she spent there. And uh, I don't think I'll make 34, but... Uh, <laughs> well, you've already had one career. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's... Uh, you know, one of the things that that I always took pride in when I worked for TVA, TVA had a little tagline in their vision and mission statement. It was to improve the quality of life for the people of the Tennessee Valley. And that's exactly why TVA was created, you know, 80, 90 years ago, I guess now. Um, and so it carried forward into Hey, I'm working for the Fort Payne Improvement Authority now. So, hey, what better way to to kind of uh, finish out your career than to come back home? You know, I worked in a bigger area and a lot of different places with TVA, but now I can come back home. I can focus here in Fort Payne and work uh, with a group of people, some of the best folks around, to improve the quality of life for this community, and I think that's exactly what we've we've been trying to do for over eighty years here in Fort Payne at the Improvement Authority. And Mike's also, you are also very involved in, in the community in that you you serve on our board of directors, the Chamber Board of Directors. You also serve on the Economic Development Board of Directors. You're very involved in Rotary. You hold a position within Rotary. I'm the president elect for Rotary. Well, right here now. you go. He's yeah. the president elect <laughs> for the chamber as well. <laughs> This is what happens when you start serving on boards. You, you're valuable, and nobody wants to let you go. So, but it takes people like Mike, with like you, Mike, in the community to see the value of your community, want to improve your community, and not just want to do it, but you actually do it. You, you're involved, and we appreciate that. 
And thanks for all you do at Fort Payne Improvement Authority as well. Well, thanks for what you do. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a, uh, a pleasure to serve. So yeah. we hope we do it well. Well, we'll have you back on the show when the, after your next initiative is complete. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Our project. Thanks, so, Mike. Sounds great. You've been listening to Business is Booming, a podcast brought to you by Fort Payne Chamber of Commerce. The host is Chamber Director Jennifer McCurdy, Executive Producer Stephen B. Smith. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studios. Business is Booming is a production of Rare Life Media.